Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hello and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Yishai Triff, the CEO of MoneyNetInt. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you, Greg. Thank you for having me with you. My pleasure. Excellent. So to get things started, we always like to give people a chance to just kind of introduce themselves. Can you share a little bit about your background and what MoneyNetInt does? Yeah, of course. Uh, As again, my name is Yishai Triff and I'm the CEO of MoneyNetInt. MoneyNetInt was originally formed in 2005. Uh, we changed a little bit of focus back in 2010, and we actually built ourselves as a fintech company, even though, even before anyone knew what is fintech and, and, and how to treat it. We actually built a platform when a worldwide clients can log in, do a KYC procedure, and start uh, getting their virtual account and start trading actually worldwide. Uh, as I said, we've been doing it since 2010, and uh, we like to sell, think about ourselves as a unique in the personal uh, relations that we have with our clients and the personal and unique services that we also offer our clients. Most of our clients are SMEs, small, medium enterprises that actually think global and act local. This is our motto, think global, act local. Uh, always saying if you have if you're dealing with two currencies, two countries, we are the right point of contact. Great, and certainly you know, I can relate. I was in fintech as well in 2010 when people were trying to figure out what that acronym is really going to end up meaning. Right, you've seen, I'm sure, yeah. quite a bit of adjustment in the space over the past decade. Um, and, and I want to focus in on you know these small and medium enterprises, SMB in the U.S., SME outside the U.S., because this is something which you know we've seen um, all of a sudden kind of explode this year. You know, uh, and just to give a little bit of background, we run the Finnovate Awards. We'll be doing our third version of it this time around. And we had dramatically more nominations submitted in our small business category, or small business solution category, I should say, um, than we have in either of the previous two years. And if you look at what's happening on the companies who are on the Finnovate stage as well, we're seeing more attention paid to this space, which I think is a really good thing. You know, it looks like an area which is ripe for disruption, which has kind of been ignored maybe to uh, to some extent by fintech so far. And we're now seeing fintech really finally turning attention towards solutions for small businesses in a way that you know a lot of us were dying to see a couple of years ago. What do you see as the primary factors that are really driving this kind of fintech focus on the small business space? So actually, it's it's behind your words. You you miss just one one major thing that happened. A ah, small thing, you know, a small thing that happened in the last year, and that's the pandemic. <laughs> when, that's that's I don't know if you heard about it, but that, that, yeah, that yeah. I think I think I read an article at one point. Yeah, yeah. you read another. So the pandemic eventually, if you look on a sector, they actually benefit from that and i'm saying it with again not 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 to hurt any any hard feeling any any things of anyone and that's the smes who works online eventually most of us were stuck at home uh most of us were just looking things to do and uh when people they have nothing to do they spend and when they spend they actually they're actually feeding the lower 
uh, the lower structure of the pyramid, and that's the SMEs. They buy on, on online shops. They buy that. They buy that. And and the fintech industry is actually serving those SMEs. So by demand, as the SMEs are growing and have more demand and have more demand for their products, the the fintech companies that lies above them naturally. It's, it's, it's for the nature. They are gaining more, more strength. They are gaining more parts in the, in the economic world. Hence, they are making ourselves much more crucial in the food chain of the economic. Yeah, and no, I think certainly we saw a lot of people who maybe had other jobs that they lost kind of turn towards, can I set up my own online shop? You know, and certainly we saw exactly. people making masks, exactly. right? And, and all of a sudden this, this industry popped up where you couldn't log on to any online retailer, you know, Etsy or Amazon or whatever, without finding thousands of people who are trying to make and sell their own masks. Um, and, and I think a lot of them had big success. And each one of them, of those shops, Needs a payment processor, hence fintech. He needs a he needs a banking platform, hence fintech. He needs someone who will market his products, hence fintech. So so you actually see how someone idea can actually feed the whole pyramid on top of him. Yeah. Well, I think another one that I want to that I want to get your opinion on because I think part of what happened as well was all of a sudden this major component of our economy across the world was threatened, right? All small businesses had a very challenging year, particularly, you know, things like restaurants or really local businesses, which do employ a huge number of people. They're responsible for a massive amount of our overall revenue as a country. And all of a sudden you have this really quite terrifying prospect of what happens if all of these businesses fail at once. And, and I think, you know, you saw governments engage in a lot of different ways around the world, but the, the end goal was very similar, trying to make sure that these businesses are supported, that they don't disappear because of an uh, outside factor like the pandemic. And so we saw governments getting involved. I think we also saw a lot of banks kind of recognize, I mean, this is a potentially major source of revenue for us. All of all these customers disappear at once. This is a really terrible thing. And, and so what are your thoughts on the extent that we all kind of realize that the vulnerability of small businesses and kind of you know, rushed in to support? Maybe this is a slightly too magnanimous viewpoint, but uh, do you think there's some truth to it? I think like any society and any economic, eventually what is the main key in, in, in the main infrastructure of economic is the medium, small, medium businesses. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's very few very high level companies, but the main companies is the restaurants, is the SMEs, is all, all the things was actually holding the, 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 the working labor. Who needs to, to bring uh, food to the table? And, and once this is, the, 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 the fear was that this is going to be disappeared because no one can live with the high-level companies like, you know, the, the, the major companies like Microsoft, Amazon, and that's fine. But the main, main, main part of the economic is that the, the medium-sized businesses who actually hold the economy, it's the, the restaurants, it's, it's the local restaurants, it's the pizzeria, it's, it's the, 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 the online shop who sells, who sells, who sells shoes. Those are the, the main, even though they are, they are the, usually they are the silent ones. You don't hear about them. You hardly can hear them complain because no one is, you, you can hear them voice, but eventually they, everyone understand that those are, this is the, 
the infrastructure of any growing and successful economy. So they actually, the government made a lot of effort to maintain those businesses worldwide. You see loans and grants that were given to all those businesses. Like I, I was asking, I was asking myself, where was all this money before the pandemic? They gave so much money to, to those yeah. businesses. So where, where was it before? Where did you hide it? And, and, and they actually understand that if they're not giving now, they, they will lose the infrastructure of the economic world in each country, not, not, not necessarily in the specific in each country. So they actually make sure that those businesses will thrive and, and will, will work and they have some, somewhere to return after the pandemic. And while doing it, they actually support also businesses like SMEs or businesses who works online because as you probably know, a lot of businesses move to online. If you have a shop and, and before the pandemic, you didn't sell, sell online, now you're selling online. While doing that, and I'm going back to my, my, my previous point, you need someone to, 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 to give you the, the, the products that you need in order to maintain an online business. Yeah, well, certainly the you know, demand spiked for for those types of solutions, and I think people who were in that space ahead of time were in a really good position to be exactly. able to all of a sudden make it, you know, uh, get get a ton of new customers onboarded. And I think you know the, what, the other thing that we've always seen, you know, we've seen this pattern unfold in fintech before, where all of a sudden once you have you know, a major need, you or you have somebody who's out there you know, pulling in customers like crazy. You all of a sudden have a lot of other people kind of looking and saying, "Oh, hey, how come how come we can't do that too?" How come we aren't able to offer those types of solutions? And, and you've seen, I think, an, an effort on the part of banks, on the part of fintech innovators to really come in and try and understand the space a little bit more than they had done. And, and also to try and offer products and solutions that to, to meet the challenges of the people that are there, which I think is also, again, a really good thing, perhaps overdue, right? Again, to your point, where was the money before? Why couldn't we do this you know, in 2017, 2018? It was still really challenging to be a small business owner in, in those years. And, and exactly. Um, but, but now you finally have these solutions. I want to come back and touch on something else because I think it's, it's easy to miss this. You know, when we talk about small businesses, most of us think of kind of very local businesses, very, you know, around the corner restaurants or small shops or things like that. But one of the things which has come up a couple of times so far in this interview has been looking at really the, the more international nature now of these small enterprises. And, and I think that's a piece which is really difficult sometimes to, to conceptualize, but so many of them are actually doing business in other countries. Can you talk about the challenges um, and, and also, you know, where, again, fintech is able to help solve some of those challenges, because I think there is an opportunity here that a lot of people don't really see. Yeah, of course. L let's start from the beginning. I'm, I'm sitting at home. I used to have a, I'm, I'm based, let's say, Germany. And I used to have a, sh on a shop just on down the street of selling shoes. Now that my shop is closed and I want to start selling online, I have the manufacturers doing it in China, as any, anyone knows. Everyone knows there's there's one country who didn't get affected so much from the pandemic. So the, the, the manufacturer, the factoring are still working in China. I have the manufacturers who work in China or any other world, but I don't have anyone to sell it. So I open an online shop, Amazon or any other platform. I say Amazon because I'm guessing that's the biggest. And while I'm doing it, this, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that actually now I can start selling also to the U.S., to Brazil, to Argentina, why limit myself to Germany? 
So now I need to find a way how I'm selling in, in profit to the US, to Brazil. And this is exactly where the fintech world helps you help you with, with the prosperity of your business. Because once you're trying to sell to the US, okay, so you need a local bank account in the US, or you need a local bank in Brazil. And this is exactly where we come as MoneyNet and, and also as a fintech as, as a help saying, okay, I will fund your local bank in, in the US when you can f accept fund locally without, without the need of international transfers. You can convert, do an FX conversion into euros because you're basically, uh, you, you're Germany, but we can also help you paying directly to make your manufacturer in China in order to order more shoes. And, and this goes with the US, this goes with, the, with Latin America, this goes with APEC. Basically, you, you, can, you, you have created yourself an, an international shop from your comfortable couch without even, the only thing you need to move is your, your fingers. So, so, and this is exactly the whole idea, the whole idea of, of, of how fintechs contribute to the prosperity of SMEs because you can actually work from your comfortable house and, and do much better than you've done with your high street shop in Germany. And this is something that currently happened. We and Manita are doing it. We and Manita are, are very proud on, on finding the, as we call it, the edge for those little shops because anyone can give you a, a solution. Another, a lot of companies can give you a solution to sell in the US, but if you need the edge to sell in Argentina, or Brazil, or even in Russia. So we 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 found ourselves that this is our specialty. We 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 can give you the edge so you can you can make a little a little bit more than your competition because let's face it, you're not the only one whose shop was was closed and open, like you said, an online shop. Having said that, I, I think that the next step in fintech, while now we are supporting the payments, is gonna be the the, the, the more in, to, to involve it and more the small loans to those kind of businesses. I see it gradually um, growing, meaning because if you want to expand your business, you need a loan. And who knows you better from the company who actually process your payments? Who knows your, your, your ability to, to pay the, the loan that you will get more than the, the company who supports you for the last two years? So this is a new product that I see, uh, I think that we will see more and more in the next couple of years, also to support those businesses in terms of not, not large, small loans in order to even contribute more to the prosperity of their, their businesses. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that's great, and and there's a lot to unpack there. But I think you know, ending on this idea, you know, who knows you better? I think this is one of those areas that we've seen exactly. Um, you know, fintech really make a, a big impact, not just in this space, but in every space. You know, we we now have the ability to offer these kind of personalized solutions, these custom solutions that are designed for specific situations, specific companies, specific individuals, and this level of personalization, this level of customization, is something that is really interesting and. And obviously, you know, the, the small business community has been kind of crying out for this. And it's really excellent now to see them starting to get access 
to some of these tools and some of these products that understand you really the challenges that you face, not that small businesses face, but the challenge that you face and, and try and figure out how they can come and help be a supportive aspect of that. Um, well, I'm afraid we're out of time, uh, but this has been a really interesting conversation here. And I think from, from both of us, it sounds like, you know, we, we both want to see this trend continue, this idea, you know, let's get more fintech pointed at SMEs. Let's get more personalization, more customization and, and help people who all of a sudden find themselves in a position of having, you know, international small businesses, get them the help that they need to, to grow because, you know, it is obviously great opportunity, but there are also a lot of other people who are trying to, to get out into that opportunity as well. So um, again, I've been talking with Yishay Triff out of MoneyNet Int. Uh, really appreciate having you on the call here today, having you on the interview. Thank you, Greg. It was a pleasure. Thank you. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.